Cue the cheesy podcast music. Welcome to MegaFest. Where we don't just manifest, we MegaFest. I'm your host, Megs Malloy. I'm creating a community of silly and soulful working moms who are mostly happy, but know they're capable of more. More self-love, more self-esteem, more self-trust, more calm, joy, natural highs, more magic in the world, and more laughter. Each week, me and my guests will bring you tips and tricks on how to make the most of your one precious life. And we're going to make them effective and efficient because ain't nobody got time for that. I believe in you. I see the light in you. I want you to shine your light. I want you to become all that you're capable of. So let's hang out. Let's MegaFest together. Hey, MegaFest. Yay. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. If you can hear me right now, you could probably sense that I am a little bit under the weather. This is a thing that started this year where anything that happens in my sinuses or any sort of cold just ends up in my voice. And then I get this very sexy voice thing going on. Bummer. I don't feel great, but you get a new version of Megan's voice to listen to. Hey, (laughs) but how are you doing? Let's just take a moment and check in with you because as moms and working women in the world, we are constantly showing up for others, being there for others, helping, serving, and we don't often take a moment to just ask ourselves, how am I doing? What am I feeling right now? So I want you to kind of take a minute and just check in with yourself. How am I feeling right now? Really make space for that answer to come up. And then you might take it a step further and say, how can I help you? What do you need right now? And (laughs) you might be surprised at the answer. And that's something that our guest on episode four, Bear Man, was talking about, making space for your Jessica, (laughs) which is your intuition. This exercise is something you can do anytime you need to. And after you've checked in with yourself, after you've given yourself what you need, I hope you're ready to listen to this awesome episode with my friend who I've never met. Yep. Another one of those. Isn't that great that the pandemic and the internet collided and I was able to make friends from all over the world. In fact, today's guest, Joanna Ingram, is from London. I learned of Joanna Ingram in the Made to Do This program with Kathy Heller. Yes, I know a lot of my guests and friends are from that program, but what a great program. Thank you, Kathy Heller, for having us all come together for this common purpose. And you really inspired all of us. I hired Joe to be my business coach and she helped me really get my messaging together because turns out at that time she was not identifying as a messaging wizard, but guess what? It was always in her. She was made to do that. So she is such a messaging wizard, as you'll hear in her official bio. And we worked together, getting my messaging together, just really getting to the core of what did I want to do. And she really helped me get my ideas down on paper. She helped me clarify my message. But really, Joanna Ingram was the best cheerleader and 
wisest of friends and accountability partners. And she taught me so many things. She taught me that it's not about the thing. It's about doing something hard to challenge ourselves. She always encouraged me with enthusiasm. She held me accountable. She taught me about the idea of a quantum shift which is you see where you want to be in your next level and you work toward it, work toward it, kind of like think about it, embody it, think about what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like, what it's going to smell like. And then all of a sudden you have this like quantum shift and you're there. You're just like embodying that next level and the next level comes so much faster. It's so amazing because I've seen Joe go through her own quantum shifts over and over and over again, which is incredibly inspiring. I so, so badly wanted to be her star student and it hasn't happened yet, but I'm working on it, Joe. So this summer when I was in Ireland, I had planned to take a day. I was going to fly out of Dublin in the morning and fly to London and then spend the afternoon and have a dinner with Joe. We're going to have a great adventure in London and then fly home that night. You know, to be so close to her and not see her would be such a shame because we worked together so long and I, I felt like our hearts were connected. So I arrive in Ireland, you know, we're working towards this big day and what happens I get COVID <laughs> it wasn't just that though let me tell you the universe for some reason was conspiring against us for a much grander reunion someday it was also the hottest day in London on record in the history of weather recordings the day we were supposed to meet so they were shutting down subways British Airways was asking if I wanted to reschedule my flight it was crazy. And then also my uncle, whom we were staying at his house, he died while I was in Ireland and the funeral was on the day that I was supposed to meet up with Joe. So it just was like not going to happen <laughs> despite our palatable excitement. So I'm coming for you, Joe Ingram. We're going to meet up someday, somehow. In our conversation, Joe and I talk about her mission to support and champion women who show up with individuality and stand out in their business. And although she is a business coach, you don't have to own your own business to enjoy this episode because I know you're going to have so many nuggets that you take away. She talks about contrast where something doesn't go your way. You don't feel good about something, but it's not something bad. It's just an information that kind of steers you in a direction where things will work out for you in a better way. The word of the day, I know you're all wondering what could be the word of the day. Well, I think it's so perfect for Joe because I have seen her grow so much and she really is so lit up these days. As we say, her soul is just shining so bright. So the word of the day is candescent which means glowing or dazzling from great heat. And she is definitely doing all those things. So before I bring Joanna in, 
Let me give you her official bio. Joanna Ingram is a business coach and a brand messaging strategist. And I can say she is really good at that. She is a former ad agency director, which is kind of funny because I also worked in advertising. We had that in common. Oh, and uh, parentheses, she also lived in Japan and I have visited Japan and I love Japan. So we had that in common too. He's a former ad agency director turned business coach and podcast host. Is that kind of rhyme? It's kind of rhymey. Business coach, podcast host. She helps driven women take inspired action to build their heart-centered coaching business by unlocking their unique message. Let's deconstruct that for a minute. Driven women, she wants to work with people who want to go after what they want. No pussyfooting around. She inspires them to take action because we know that confidence comes with action in order to build their heart-centered coaching business. Heart-centered meaning they are there to serve others by unlocking their unique message. Everybody has a unique message. If you can figure out how to talk about how you can help people, then the world is your oyster. Without proper communication or effective communication, your message is just lost. So that is really something that's so important. Jo has also had some major challenges in her life. She nearly died in childbirth, and then she built her family via surrogacy. If you think about it as something that is so brave because she knew she wanted to have a family. And in fact, her twin girls were born in California, where I live. Like me, Jo also lost her 20-year corporate career. Well, mine was like more like 12 years, but how did she work 20 years in corporate? Oh, because I was messing around for 10 years. That's why. <laughs> but I had so much fun. She lost her 20-year corporate career during the pandemic. And so she chose to lean into her authenticity and build her online business. And that's kind of how we got started was Kathy Heller's Made to Do This, which is an online program on how to build an online business. So nowadays, Joe teaches ambitious women how to craft their unique message and take aligned action so they can be paid to live their purpose and transform their lives. I am striving for that, Joanna, let me tell you. So without further ado, let's hear from my dear internet friend, Joanna Ingram. Yay, Joanna Ingram. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Hey, Megs Malloy. <laughs> hey. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here, Joe. You are just so candescent in your in your blossoming these days. You have just really you're so glowing. You're you're on fire right now. Oh well, thank you. We we aim to be candescent. That's obviously the aim. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm pleased I can I can do the right thing by today's special word. You are so welcome here and so loved and appreciated. And I just hope that you feel that across this screen here. Oh, and... I feel it right across the pond through the screen. The energy's flowing, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, Joe, so like any good Irishman, I will ask you, when you get to this party here that we call Megafest, what will you have to drink? What is your drink of Ooh, choice? It's always red wine. 
Ooh, what kind? Always. Oh, uh, a light kind. Not something really thick and heavy like a Merlot or a Bordeaux. I don't like that so much. I like um, mm, like a Cote de Rhone. I'm not, I'm not an expensive date. <laughs> like a thin red <laughs> is perfectly fine. Well, you know the sort of ones that when you go to like a mum and pups kind of Greek restaurant and you get it in a carafe and it just, it's not even got a label. It just comes out in like a, a half <laughs> bottle of, of glass thing. That's my yeah. kind of red wine. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, let's pour one of those up. And then it's a very American question, but a lot of people ask this. I don't know if they do this in England, but they'll say, oh, what do you do? And that's what we're here to discuss today. Anyway, so Joanna, what do you do? Oh, yeah, we say that too. Okay. <laughs> what do you do? It's, it's becoming quite unfashionable to say such a thing these days, isn't it? Because yes. it's like defining people by how they earn money rather yes. than defining us by all of these other amazing qualities. But since right. you asked... I I help female coaches to express their unique brilliance in business with their brand messaging so they can attract their soul-aligned clients. And that's what I do. So how did you get into that? Because I know that's that, you know, everybody starts somewhere. So, and you have a, a quite a different background, similar to mine, in fact. So how did you make that transition? Yeah, well, I've been getting into that for the best part of 20 years without realizing it. Because I worked at a big advertising agency in London, several of them over the years. I was an advertising agency director and was specializing in revenue generation and basically helping brands to make money. Um, But my soul wasn't lit up. I just felt so hemmed in, in the corporate culture. And I was off doing my own thing, going on goddess retreats and getting into the law of attraction and getting certified as a pranic healer. And none of that was aligned with who I was in my day job. And it wasn't until the pandemic gifted me the uh, lack of job, I got laid off, realized that it wasn't as much a sadness, but actually like my soul felt free to actually be who I was for real and be my own boss, run my own business and do it in a way that lights me up. It didn't happen straight away though, Meg. I have to tell you, like I jumped (laughs) into my business, brought all of the corporate culture I disliked so much with me, burned out like six months into the job and thought, right, something's not not working here. And actually it was me, I wasn't working. It was my messaging, it was who I was showing up as. And it was the fact that I was hiding really. I was hiding the fact that I was really spiritual because I feared other people's judgment. And I wasn't really allowing myself to just be me in business and to do the things that light me up. And it was when I blended all of that past experience with what I loved and my passions and who I am in my character. And, you know, I like to work with driven female coaches who understand that they need to kind of chill out and allow the flow to happen a lot more. I think that's true for so many of us women. You know, we kind of think we have to achieve it all and we get into that wounded masculine drive, do, over effort, over prove. We do it in our work, we do it with our kids. Um, we do it in all aspects of our lives. And actually, I I just called time on it for myself. 
Mm. And, you know, it's not it's not an overnight thing. It's not like, oh, I, I called time on it the next day. Like, I was different. <laughs> right. But it's like a body of work for me now. It's, it's how I can acknowledge when I'm slipping back into those bad habits and show up in that kind of divine feminine and feel that flow and ease. So, yeah, that's what, what I bring to my business now. And I fuse that strategic side of myself from those years of experience in marketing with energetic spirituality and as much ease as possible. Gosh. So, Joe, that sounds like something that I really aspire to, which is what I call realizing popularity, where you are just so aware of yourself and also have come to a place where you love yourself and you, it sounds like you've also opened up your receiving hole uh, so to like kind of listen to what you want and allow it. Like you were saying, just like kind of relaxing a little bit. And also at the same time, opening up your flow hole and just like letting you come out. You're totally fully being yourself. But I think it starts with awareness. Would you say that it, it really starts with listening to your own body and your own mind, your own voice in your head and listening to your energy? Because, oh, yeah, a hundred percent, Megs, absolutely. And, but interestingly, it's like it all comes from contrast, right? Mm. So something shows up that isn't good. It doesn't feel good. The evidence isn't good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. my business isn't going well. I'm working too many hours. I'm exhausted. I'm not getting enough clients. Things don't feel good. Things in our 3D evidence-based reality are not there that to show <laughs> me the signs that are working. That for me is the bit that keeps pulling me back is the acknowledgement. It's like, being a human isn't about having everything go right. It's about sampling things, trying things and seeing when they're not right and then acknowledging and choosing a different way, letting it go, opening up your receiving hole, yeah. <laughs> do all those great things. You know, I love the way you put that. It's just because we do need to be light, lighter about all this stuff, less worthy in the sense, sorry, I don't mean less self-worth. I mean, less serious about it yes. and just be like enjoy what we're doing and you inspire me every day with that megan you know i see what you're doing on instagram and your videos and i just see <laughs> the pure joy that you get from showing up and being you and that's something that not everyone has so naturally you know showing up and being themselves is something they've spent most of their lives and careers choosing against to actually yes. blend in, to be like others. Oh, which, totally. You know, we all have to do that because um, I heard this the other day, someone was talking about this. Makes perfect sense. In the, you know, in caveman times, if we stood out and went against the tribe, we would be cast out, which would mean certain death. Yes. So no wonder our subconscious is m all about blending in and not being different. But of course, a lot of times, well, certainly in the, the work that I do in the coaching space, if you blend in, it's going to be really hard to get clients. You know, in our lives in general, when we're unexpressed and we're not bringing our full authenticity, it can take the joy away. You know, it's, it's not fun, right? 
Not at all. And I wonder what that looks like in a corporate environment, because I, like you, was laid off during the pandemic. And I just think back to my corporate days. There was a time when this younger fellow sent me an email and he had at the bottom of the email, he had put like a picture of the Simpsons and it was so out of the norm and so him. And I just appreciated it so much because it was like, oh, you're a real human (laughs) and you're funny and I can relate to you. But so many times we hold ourselves back. So what would you what would you tell Joe 10 years ago? Like if you have to work in corporate America or you still are, what how do you bring that blend of being yourself. Do you leave it out of your corporate or do you just only be yourself at home or? Somebody asked me this recently because we were talking about who my ideal client is. And I work with coaches and entrepreneurs and consultants. And she works, this this coach I was chatting with, she works with um, women in business, professionals. She loved my methodology and what I teach. And she asked me, how could we use this in the corporate space, <laughs> and, you know, I was like, ooh, gosh, I, I didn't say I could solve everything. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> because the reality is, is I did not find a way to be myself in the corporate space. However, I do believe that there is a change coming about what life's like working in, in corporate America, and in, uh, we don't call it corporate UK, but you know, in, in the office <laughs> environment, in professional careers, because I think that there's a new excitement about our differences and being ourselves and getting opportunities to live our lives the way that suits us best. And we're seeing it, you know, from the pandemic a lot in corporate, in the corporate space in that now there's more ability to work from home and care for your loved ones or pursue your passions. And, you know, I hope it doesn't revert back to how it was before, because I think a lot of flexibility came out of it that allowed people to be individuals who have lives that are multifaceted and not just about their jobs. And the more passionate they are and lit up and in the flow and relaxed and joyful, the more they're going to bring that into their workspace and into their relationships with their colleagues and into how they show up with their clients and how they provide the service that they're being paid to do. I think that more employers should embrace people's uniqueness. But the reality is that, you know, it might take a bit of time. I'm on a mission. Mm. I've stated this quite a bit recently. My mission is to champion and support women who show up with individuality and stand out in their businesses. But I do believe that that's easier to do when it's your own business, which is why my trajectory has really has really helped me. And I know you moved out of a corporate job into doing what lights you up so much more. And look at you, you're glowing, you're candescent. And it's literally, <laughs> literally the, the difference between doing something that doesn't light you up and doing what you're meant to do, finding your unique brilliance, And I'm not here to claim that you can only do that by starting your own business. You do owe it to yourself to find that joy and that brilliance in whatever it is that you do. Because if you're candescent, then everybody else will be candescent and we just will all be glowing and dazzling. Uh, So let's talk brass tacks kind of. What 
what techniques do you use to fully embrace being yourself? I mean, how, how do you, if you were starting with no knowledge of how to be yourself, what would you do? Well, I've, I've thought about this quite a bit and I've got something that's not a very, very trendy term, but I call it the two-step unhiding process. <laughs> that's what it's called. And if anyone can think of a better name for it, I'm all ears. You know, realize your popularity is already gone, but I'll take something else, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first step is clarity. And I think that it's just a crying shame how few women recognize their unique brilliance, their mm. multifaceted, unique self that when fully expressed can do anything in the world that they desire and make a change in so many other people's lives as well. And we look at our experience often through the workplace lens or through motherhood and we define ourselves in quite a one-dimensional way when the truth is there's so many things that once we own them and we get the clarity on them, then we can express them so much more. We can, we can authentically be a multifaceted human. In business, like in my world of coaching, this means that oftentimes I'll work with clients who don't see that a lot of their their stories and their uniqueness is perfect for attracting their soul clients, for creating yeah. their great offers. They don't even see their brilliance, which blows my mind because, you know, one of my superpowers is seeing the brilliance in others. And I almost can't believe I get to do that, that others need that service because I yeah. enjoy it so much. It comes so easily to me that I even question what the, what, what the value is. And so we all do this if it comes easily. We think, oh, that's too easy because it's supposed to be hard, right? It's supposed to be hard work. <laughs> right? So yes. We, so we'll go and find something that's harder work, which, you know, you love the law of attraction, the, the idea that, you know, we attract what we put out. And if we keep putting out the things that are supposed to be hard, then we get more hard things in our yes, reality. Yes. So it took me quite yes. a while to realize that it's absolutely okay to have something that you just can show up for. It's just your gift. Yes. And I will second that, that that is your gift and, and you are really brilliant at it. Well, thank you. And similarly, <laughs> when, you, when you're showing up in your gift, the gift of performance, the gift of humor, the gift of literally being able to say things for fun where others just walk this serious path all the time, you'll light the way. You'll be able, you are already a light for others. People listen to this and already feeling the the kind of energetic link that this is the sort of this is sort of tonic that I need. It's resonance, it's frequency, it's vibration, it's all this these great words. They need to be your words of the day. I want to hear vibration <laughs> coming up in, a, in an in an episode soon. Okay, but that, that's the kind of the kind of fun that we get to have. And then the second part of the two step unhiding process, soon to be renamed, <laughs> yeah. is courage. So it's, it's oh. okay. It's great to get the clarity. Clarity is, is where we've got to start. We've got to know. But then even once you know, so many of us like hide our light and we come up with imposter syndrome, the inner critic, the fear of judgment, perfectionism, or a lovely combination of all of them. Oh, until gosh. we like, well, we can't bring it. We can't do the courageous things that allow us to take the next step, whether that's finding a new career or attracting our soul clients or being a better mom or 
whatever it is that's on your heart that you want to do in your life, having the courage to say, I can do that. I don't need to wait. I can quantum leap myself into my next level me today. Mm -hmm. But it does take that step of self-belief and that courage. Why I call Gosh. it a two-step process? It's because sometimes people need a bit of clarity in order to be courageous. So yes. I, get, I get the fun of being able to help female coaches get the clarity and then give them permission sometimes to be courageous and go out into the world and just be their beautiful selves and share their message and make transformations for others. This is an awesome episode of Megafest, but I'm just going to call a quick TO to tell you about the Soulgasm Society. My mission is to create a community of supportive and uplifting women who want to know how to make their one short precious life all the more joyful, add in some play and celebration, and learn the science behind how do you make your brain happy, all the techniques on how to calm your nervous system, and how to not fly off the mommy hamster wheel because you can't all stop working and you can't really get rid of your kids for more than two weeks. You gotta deal with it. And the best way to make your life happy is from the inside out. If you're not gonna do it for yourself, do it for your kids. They will see a difference. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And there is so much truth to that. So the Soulgasm Society is your answer. Come join us. You can click the link in the bio of my Instagram or the link in the show notes. I can't wait to have multiple simultaneous soulgasms with you. All right, now back to Megafest. You don't have to be a coach to be the shining light and to be the inspiration for others, but you do have to be courageous because you'll get all of those inner critic words like, who am I to do this? How can I reach out to someone? Like, let's take a great example, a real life example of a mum in the playground. Do you call it a playground? What do you call yes, it when you yeah, drop the kids off playground. in the playground? The, like the yard that the, that the kids yeah. are all playing in and the mums stand in and all chat and stuff. And you hear yeah. the mums say like, oh, you know, she's going through a really tough time or whatever's going on and you know something. And you yourself have been through something similar. How often is it that we take the the courageous action to go up to her and talk from the heart because we get stuck in, well, what will she think of me? And, you know, mm. who am I to, who am I to give my point of view or to share my story? And yet we know in our hearts that when we truly connect on that level, true change is made and we see each other's souls. I was in my yoga class today and the yoga teacher loves to do a bit of a bit of a spiritual spiel at the beginning of each of the class and she oh, was yeah. reminding us about what namaste actually means the light in oh. me sees the light in you or recognizes the light in you or even take it a step further the light in me is the light in you you Ooh. know the fact that we are all made of the same stardust we're all the same energy yes. and sometimes making real connection with someone is what we all need, not just the person who's receiving the words, but we mm -hmm. need it too. We need to just connect on a real level, authentic level sometimes. And having the courage to show up authentically in our lives or in our businesses is um, something that I just, I've been on a real journey on that myself, work in progress, loving the journey and um, love being in a position to talk about it 
and inspire more people to make those loving connections. I think we started this conversation with what what was the Joe like 10 years ago? Because I do know it's a journey, right? And if you had not started this journey way back when, you wouldn't be where you are now. And I think a lot of times we get very impatient with, oh, I, I, I just want to be there now. <laughs> like, it just takes time and practice and... 100%. And I, I mean, I still feel that energy all the time. I'm like, sure. I wish I could be there yesterday on whatever my next goal is and whatever yes, achievement always... I've done. I want the next one. And I, and it's about being able to attune back into your heart and be like, you know, I haven't even celebrated this thing and I'm already worrying about how the next thing's going to happen. But you're right. I mean, the Joe 10 years ago, was someone that didn't see that, wasn't aware of it. I'd been through like a really big transition when my eldest, who's now away at college, when she was born, I nearly died in childbirth. And that was a massive moment in my life, well, obviously, but specifically spiritually, because I realized that it isn't necessarily the hard work you put in that relates to kind of what happens in the world energetically. And it gave me the opportunity to start to reset to see things in a different mm. way. And, and as I progressed over the next seven years to complete my family with the help of a surrogate mum in California, my twin girls were born, I was able to start seeing so much clearer about what I wanted in life and being able to go with the flow a little bit more, have more perspective. But it's a daily thing. It's not like everyone's a finished article who talks on this topic, but it is a matter of lighting the way of being your future self now as much as possible yeah having a lot of fun along the way right yes okay so step one be the vibe embody the person you are aiming to be and and you like you were saying for you got to have clarity on where you want to go and who you want to be like setting your law of attraction GPS, uh, being that vibe and then enjoying the journey. That's always, those are all great things. I love how you put that. I love, love the way yeah. you took that. It's exactly it. You put it in I such a way. Messaging. Okay, what is it? <laughs> Giving you a messaging edge. What advice would you give Joe to any overwhelmed working mom who is maybe in survival mode you know, wants to make some changes in her life. And what is what is one tactical thing she can do today or starting tomorrow to make that little steps of change that will over time make the big difference? Wow. I mean, that was me. That was me, the, the overwhelmed mum. And I wasn't into self-care particularly and was working long hours and putting everyone else first. And you know, my idea of self-care was that red wine, you know, or the chocolate <laughs> in front of Netflix, which don't get me wrong, still enjoy all of that. But yes, I have got into a lot of different self-care, but the one I always go back to, and you've asked about something simple you can do every day for me is walking in nature. I know that if I can just get out and put my feet on the ground, if the weather allows, and just be by the trees and just have a walk and to breathe and take a minute 
things change. The day is better. I try and walk most mornings. Sometimes I'll listen to an inspiring podcast. Sometimes I'll take my journal. But most often these days, I just take the peace and quiet, listen to the birds, mm. look up at the trees, breathe deeply, and follow the little trail round until I get back to my desk, more refreshed, more inspired. And that's, I guess that's something that, that's important. When I take those walks, inspiration drops in. And quite often the inspiration makes something that was previously hard easier. And it's because I gave myself that space that the ideas, that soft, quiet inner voice can actually be heard over the loud ego mind and yeah, for me, that's walking in nature. I love it. I love it. That's so true. I find that as well. Because if I don't do that, then it comes in, in the middle of the night and then I, I can't go back to sleep. Which, do you get that too? Do you wake up in the middle of the night with ideas? And I used to. I was terrible. I couldn't sleep through the night. I was always awake at 3 a.m. I hear that it's a real type A kind of thing that happens, that 3 a.m. busy brain. But I have to say, since I've started my new business touch wood, it doesn't, doesn't happen as often now. I sleep through the night. Now, whether that's because launching my business was um, at the same time as doing a lot more self-care. Um, now I'm doing a lot more yoga and meditation and eating better, or whether it's because I'm less stressed out, not in corporate anymore, could be that as well. Yeah. But um, Joe, here are some fun questions. What is the best vacation you have ever taken? Oh my gosh, that's a really hard one. But ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I've I've been blessed. I've I've been in Tibet. I've lived in Japan. I've been like all over. I've had a lot of great trips. But more recently, I'm going to say it was my summer vacation that I went on with my family, my hubby, and my three girls. And we'd booked uh, like a campsite or whatever campsite. And then at the last minute they canceled on us. And we were like, oh no, what are we gonna do? We've got nowhere to stay. We've got the flights and we're a family of five. And my husband went on to Airbnb and there was this crazy, beautiful, luxurious mountain, like lodge thing with a hammam, which is like, you know, where you scrub yourself with salt and meditation rooms and a plunge pool and like, incredible place and they accepted children and they they and they were available anyway we went there and we just had the best time it was like oh. the universe working at its best because you can never get accommodation like this in high season at the last minute but the guys yeah. that that were running this place had only just launched it it was brand new and they'd like turned on the switch and then my husband must have by through some <laughs> magnetic force literally gone on at that time and he didn't even show it to me. He was like worried that, that the availability would go in the time it would take him to call me. So he just booked it. And oh, I was like, brilliant. Awesome. Yes. So we went there and it was a real gift because it wasn't just beautiful. And the kids loved being in that luxury and it was lovely. But it really taught me something as well, which was that I was carrying this scarcity idea that I didn't deserve that level of luxury. Like, who am I to take my kids to this beautiful place? I was like, no, we better go a bit more low rent. Like, we're, this is, I don't know if this for us, this comes from obviously my childhood, which I'm certainly not going to go into now. But the, the <laughs> fact is, is that the experience there gave me a real level up on my abundance mindset and the fact that you 
beautiful things just happen and we can allow it open up our receiving hole and it just came in it was all good <laughs> awesome yes and was it very much more than the camping or was it like comparable or it was not a lot more at all not only that but the camping place that cancelled gave us some compensation so i think we were quids in in the end we were up yes yeah <laughs> thank you universe wow that's amazing joe that is so cool and you got to go with your three daughters and with one going off to college who knows when a vacation like that will happen again hopefully it will but you know it's like they're getting older and not wanting this to hang true. out with mom and dad for a while maybe oh i don't know oh. it depends where we go on our next vacation they'll be packing <laughs> their bags in a hurry <laughs> they're like yes luxury i am all about that uh the plunge pool what is a song that will absolutely get you on the dance floor you're oh my goodness oh you should have preempted this because i'm terrible for remembering songs i'll tell you what it won't oh. be it won't okay. be abba I'm the only person I know, apart from my husband, actually, that doesn't like ABBA songs. I clear the dance floor when they come on and I know everyone's going, you're a crazy woman, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> but what do I like dancing to? I like dancing to One Republic have a really good song. I can't remember the name of it. I kind of grew up in a time in the mid nineties when I was at college where Happy House was all the thing. You know, it was a kind of like house music had just hit the scene. And I was at college in a really cool city that had all these club DJs and stuff. So like even now when that kind of music comes on, I just yes. like start doing all my dancing. The kids hate it, obviously, but um, <laughs> it brings me a lot of joy. So that would that would definitely get me on the dance floor. Oh, happy house. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm sure we're about the same age. Uh, I might be a little bit older than you, but yeah, I think I, I like the idea of happy house too. <laughs> and is there anything else, Joanna, that you want to say that, that we have not touched on or, you know, wishes for the listeners? Wow. I think intentions are great. So I would love to set an intention about being authentic, being more ourselves in our lives and in our work. I think it's something that I'm proud to be on a mission supporting women doing that. And I love the fact that you're doing that. I love mm -hmm. the fact that we talked about that today. So I'd love to invite anyone that feels called to set an intention to be a little bit more themselves. And if that means getting a bit more clarity and a little bit more courage, Hopefully this podcast has inspired you to do so. May we all be candescent like Joanna Ingram. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> but you'll never have an outro like that ever again. I think oh. that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, thank you for lighting us all up with your energy and your wisdom and your your experience and and i know we are all better for it thank you so much oh you're awesome megs thank you so much for inviting me oh what a dear isn't she so great joanna's just so lovely and how about that accent right am i right so perfectly british I'm going to start off telling you where to find Joe Ingram, because if you listen to nothing else, you're going to want to go find her on the interwebs and get more of Joanna Ingram. So her Instagram is 
I am Joe.ingram, I-N-G-R-A-M. Her website is I am Joeingram.com. And her podcast is Goals with Soul. So you can just Google that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, Goals with Soul. There were so many great things that Joanna said. Some things that I really picked up on that I love were when she talked about find what lights you up. It's so true that you are happier when you're doing the things that light you up. When you're happier on the inside, happier on the outside, the way you treat people is totally different. I know if I'm not happy, I'm not going to be very patient with my kids. Be patient with other people. Find what lights you up and then do the thing that lights you up. Very simple. Currently for me, I love weightlifting and I love podcasting. So more of those things, please. Joanna reminded us that it's important to make loving connections. Part of the way that you make loving connections is to just be yourself. So she gave the example of you're on the playground with the other moms. If you offer to open up a little bit of yourself and just kind of let your barriers down, you'll find that other people let their barriers down. And that is just a wonderful gift to the world to allow people to be themselves without judgment or criticism, to make a space for people to be themselves. And you will find that you will be more yourself too, which lends itself to another point that Joe made about set an intention to be more you. What a wonderful thing. The world needs more people who feel comfortable to be themselves. And that starts with you. And finally, I just loved that she talked about her self-care is taking a walk in nature. She's very fortunate. She lives kind of outside of London near a lake and there's lovely, lovely bird watching where she's at. And if you listen to her podcast, sometimes she records herself while she's walking and you can hear the birds chirping in the background. It is scientifically proven that hearing birds chirp is so calming, like not crazy birds chirping but you know, like the lovely ambient sort of background noise of birds singing and chirping is lovely. And what a wonderful thing that she has that. Even if you are landlocked in suburbia or in an urban neighborhood, just even taking a mindfulness walk, looking for the magic in the world, you will find it. If you enjoyed any bit of the conversation, you can bring it to Instagram and tag me, tag her, tag everybody. Let us know that you liked it and um, we'll keep bringing you more like this. You could also share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it or better yet, give a five-star review to Megafest and let's keep this party going. There are so many good things happening on Don't Just Manifest Megafest, including an upcoming episode with the co-founder of the Happy Broadcast and the whole app which is all about gratitude and good news can't wait to share that one with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Ah, I am so grateful for you. And I really feel that in my heart. I hope you feel it across the airwaves into your ear that I am so grateful that you give me a piece of your headspace and share this time with me. Thank you. Remember, don't just manifest, mega fast.